It is Wednesday, the 15th of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee, who's exhausted. He has been walking through shopping mall after shopping mall, <laughs> buying Christmas presents, obviously all the ones that Santa doesn't bring, and uh, it's not easy sometimes, Shane. Au contraire, Timmy. I'm not <laughs> I'm not really the, the, the present-buying person in the family. Lorraine <laughs> does all that, mate. And Look, I like a surprise on Christmas Day. When she opens a present, she goes, I always say, what did I get you? <laughs> oh, yeah, same here. But you know what I get, like, because we've got, we're in semi-rural space, I get either get a, a whippersnipper or a leaf blower, or I even got a couch one year, so, ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Lovely good, stuff. Oh, we, what we do have is a very, very good, wonderful auction here at Afternoon Sport, and the prices jump on, as we mentioned yesterday. Have a look. It's for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation. There are some amazing things to buy from the auction, including a 2021 signed New South Wales State of Origin jersey, the triumphant New South Wales, of course, of 2021. Just go to afternoonsport.com forward slash auction to take a squeeze at all of that. The English team find, oh, talk about insult to injury or injury to insult before the second test, which starts Tomorrow, we have three new names teeing off for Australia. Next time, the Augusta Masters comes around, of course, the US Masters. And Mark Murphy at Carlton says the club should have never appointed Mick Malthouse. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. What about the English team? Find $300,000, Shano, for slow overrated the Gabba. If uh, if the humiliating loss wasn't big enough. That's a big number, isn't it? And it's uh, David Boone, the match referee there, putting that... Uh, Booney. Booney putting the fine. He might want to buy some cigarettes for that, I think. But um, yeah, $300,000, that's a big number, Timmy. It, it all comes down to... Look, Joe Root was really sort of slow in making decisions as captain. Mm. He also got Mark Wood, the fast bowler, who was bowling off a seriously long run-up, has a seriously long follow-through as well. Um, so he's really, really slow, and he bowled sort of 30-odd overs in that first inning. So, yeah, it's a big number. They wouldn't be a ha- happy campers, the Poms, that's for sure. Going slow didn't help them, did it? No. Now, um, the English selectors, a lot's been made of this pink ball test match, which starts tomorrow afternoon in Adelaide, and they're all saying, hey, with Anderson back, Broad back, this could be our best chance. What do you think? I think it is their best chance, and I think they uh, pretty much have been planning to play well um, with the pink ball. So, you know, keeping Broad and Anderson on ice um, for this match has been a big key part of their game. I thought, I reckon they thought there was going to be a lot more rain in Brisbane, and they may have been able to get away with the draw, but uh, the Aussies dominated up there. So they'll, they'll go to Adelaide, try to square up the series one all, and I, and I think... 
they will definitely bowl well. But the, the big question mark still with the Poms is that their batting lineup is so brittle. So I can't see how they're going to score 300 runs unless Root gets 100 every time. Were, were you surprised the best they didn't play in the first test, having played out here a lot and having that dynamic ability to sort of take a, an attack apart? Yeah, and I think he will play the second test. Um, uh, definitely, mate. And he's got he's got a bit of mongrel about him too. Um, where some of the batsmen that were playing in the first test, they just look very, very soft and 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 really out of sorts to me. So yeah, it'll come in. It'll be a new look England team for the second test. But the most important thing for them is that they'll have two world class bowlers bowling with that brand new pink ball. And Ben Stokes says he's fit. He says no problems. He was hobbling around like he was um, very much affected by an injury up in Brisbane, but he says he's fine. He's not fine. He's not fine at all. And this is a, this is a joke. I think there's so much made of, of Ben Stokes coming into this team. And yes, he's a fantastic player, but when he's fit. But he, he's not fine. He, he was limping. He's got a jarred knee. He couldn't bowl a spell um, mm. during that test match. Um, so he's not fine. He had to bowl for a short run, so he's not fine. He's bowling no balls. He's, he's not fine. Um, and uh, look... You can't just carry a guy around. If he just plays as a batsman, fair enough. But if you need him as a bowler as well, he shouldn't be in the team. Yeah, well, they definitely need him as a bowler. Um, uh, you know, he's a terrific batsman, great cricketer, but they yep. need him for his all-round qualities, that's for sure. Now, Sixers star Lloyd Pope, young Lloyd Pope, he's given Stephen O'Keefe a massive rap. And, of course, Stephen O'Keefe, he's done very well, particularly in the modified versions of the game. He's had some dramas off the field. In all of my experience, I always found Steve a really nice fella. Yeah, and so so do I, mate. I think he's a, and he's a fantastic cricketer. Um, he's very uh, very knowledgeable on the on the subtleties of spin bowling, and that's I think that's what Lloyd Pope is is alluding to. Um, he's a leg spinner himself, but yeah, Stephen O'Keefe to bowl left arm spin. Um, he's not a big turner of the ball, but he uses um, change of pace and change of angles on the crease really well. Um, has a really really good cricket brain, and um, yeah, it's, it's good to see uh, Lloyd Pope giving him a bit of a. Um, uh, yeah, really, really positive comments because Stephen O'Keefe is a very good cricketer. And he keeps it nice and simple, doesn't he, Sock? He, he really does. does. Now, yep. what about this young 19-year-old ambidextrous spinner, Navanthan Radhakrishnan, named in the Australian Under-19 World Cup squad? He can do it with both hands. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? And um, look, they've, they've been right back to 1994 at the Cricket Academy, Rod Marsh, was starting to get us to try and throw right and left-handed. Um, so they've been looking at trying to develop cricketers to be able to throw with both hands. Bowling both hands is another whole um, dimension. And, uh, yeah, this person can bowl spin both right and left-handed. So it's um, it's, it's a way of the future. It's, that'll be really, really handy in, uh, in the T20 version of the game. Um, imagine that. If it's not working for you, bowling right arm around the wicket, you just come left arm around the other side. Amazing. Any of your mates claim to be able to do it with both hands, Shane? <laughs> Quite a few of them, mate. To me, better way. It's just not in the cricket field. <laughs> oh, I digress. Um, now, let's wind the clock back. So Donald Bradman's 1934 Ashes bat sells for more than $245,000. Record-breaking auction. Yeah, $245,000 to an undisclosed bidder. Um, the great mm. thing is that they're going to leave the actual uh, the, that 1934 Bradman bat in the Bradman Museum. So um, it's a really really nice thing to do. It's a it's a wonderful investment, um, and and a really nice thing to keep it there. So many people can come down and see what people will, when they go to the Bradman Museum and have a look at that bat. How like little his bat was compared to the bats these days. A big big difference. Mm. How good would oh, Bradman have been with one of these big? 
bats that say David Warner uses. It'd be amazing. Oh, what a what an amazing sportsman. And, and, and it, it sort of steps across all sport, doesn't it? And mm. the fact that he was playing in the 1920s, then captain that side at the age of 40, blowing out the candles on his 40th birthday cake in 1948 with the Invincibles. Mm. Yeah, just extraordinary. Uh, now, the game of golf. Uh, Australia has a rich history in the game of golf as well. And we've got three new names. This next generation is coming through. Yeah, um, Min Woo Lee, gone from 250 in the world to number 49. Um, so he'll join the likes of uh, Lucas Herbert, um, Cam Davis, Adam Scott, um, Cameron Smith, and also Mark Leishman. So, yeah, well, the Aussies are some really good golfers there at the moment, and um, it's good to see this next generation coming through, Timmy. Yeah, absolutely, and hopefully we'll have uh, an unaffected series next year. When I talk to, about the series, I mean the majors, like the Masters and the Open and the British Open. Mm. So, yeah, come on, these uh, young Australian golfers. Stay right where you are because we've got a lot to come. Sam Kerr, basketball, F1, and much more. Now, this Formula One story just continues to kick down the road. The smoking gun that exposed the Australian at the centre of the F1 title chaos. That is one of the headlines doing the rounds over the last day or so. Yeah, this is going to continue on for a while, Timmy, I think. Um, the person they're talking about here is a guy called Michael Massey. He's Australian race director. Um, mm. And apparently didn't follow, follow protocol by allowing the pace cars to come through. So that allowed um, Verstappen uh, to challenge uh, Hamilton on the last lap. So, yeah, uh, he didn't quite follow the, um, as I said, the protocol here. So it's, um, it doesn't change the result of the actual F1 championship. But, uh, yeah, this is going to go on for a while, I think, Timmy. Yeah, a few people asked me yesterday, oh, what do you reckon is going to happen? Oh, nothing's going to happen. No, no. They're not going to go and turn this result around. He's won the title and that's that. They're, they're not that kind of organisation. Um, now, what about this whole incident with Sam Kerr? Obviously, the pitch invader and Sam did a very Australian thing like uh, Andrew Simons did a number of years ago, <laughs> dropped the shoulder. She copped a yellow card. Listen to this, Shane. Sam Kerr's copped the yellow card, and this pitch invader, this lunatic, uh, has escaped punishment on a ridiculous technicality. Now, we're living in a world of where we've seen all kinds of different forms of terrorism yep. and individual, you know, stupidity at the very least at sporting functions where people have been injured, and... To escape punishment? Yeah, absolutely ridiculous, Timmy. And we've been saying this for a while that uh, it won't be long before a sportsman or a sportswoman gets seriously injured. Um, look, we saw it with Monica Sellers. Remember, she got stabbed on, on mm, the tennis yeah. court. It, it happens, right? And, and how this person can escape. If you enter a, a football pitch or a cricket ground or you get onto, onto a paddock or a tennis court, you should never be allowed to go to a sporting event ever again. So that, that should be the first thing. You should be fined a serious amount of money. Um, and you should have a criminal record. End of story. Yeah, it's a ridiculous yep. decision, that. Absolutely absurd. AFL former Carlton captain Mark Murphy says the club should never have appointed Mick Malthouse. They won't be going to each other's Christmas celebrations. No, they won't. So Mark Murphy just retiring uh, 300 games for the Carlton Football Club, and he's just put that absolute mm. slipper into to Mick Malthouse. Um, they clearly didn't get along. Mick Malthouse didn't want him as captain um, when he started, so this is a bit of revenge, I think, for Mark Murphy. But he said it was a big mistake sacking uh, Brett Ratton, who was the current uh, Carlton coach at the time. So, yeah, no love lost there to me, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I don't think any of it helped them, did they? They were 
with Carlton have no. been in the doldrums Terrible. for quite some time. Yep. Such a mighty footy team or footy club. They, they really need to get back to that level of success because they've got so many supporters. Now, Rugby League, Joey Leilua, he's uh, honest if nothing else. He's come out and said, everyone hates me. Fair enough too, Joey Leilua. Uh, here's, here's a message for you, Joey. Shut up. <laughs> no one cares, mate. Go and play in the... Northern England, fourth division, wherever you're going, mate. Um, look, he fell out. He's blaming Michael Maguire. He was the coach, and he said, oh, I stood up against him, and he – well, you stand up against the coach, you, you, you're in trouble if you don't get it right. He fell out with Ricky Stewart. He's fallen out with everyone. He's played with this guy. So go overseas, mate, and be quiet, and come back and, and start your boxing career then. That's what he's going to do, I think. Yeah, a bit of basketball news about – we saw Matisse Thibel, uh really uh, keep Steph Curry under control the other day, and it's a remarkable performance from him because – he himself, Stephen Curry, is one off Ray Allen's record as Golden State Warriors beat Indiana Pacers. He's an extraordinary basketballer. He is, mate. So one off the rec- all-time record. Um, and and once again, like you understand, the, the game that the Golden State Warriors beat was 102 to 100 mm. Indiana Pacers. It was, it was his three-pointers at the key moments of the game that, that changed and, and got him to win. So it's not the fact that he gets so many three-pointers. He gets them at the right time too. Superstar. What about that story with Rex Hunt? Of course, he, uh, we, we, he was an AFL uh, legend commentator, kissing fishes with his TV show, 72 years of age now, and, uh, well, he dished out a bit of his own justice. <laughs> he did. Apparently, someone stole someone's computer at a function, and, and Rex, 72-year-old, took it, took it into his own hands, went outside, found the, uh, the perpetrator, and uh, just came back with the computer and his knuckles all bloody. <laughs> he, he dealt with him. Until he didn't kiss that fish and throw it back, he put one right on his virile in, I think. Oh, it sounds like it. Now, uh, today as we talk about great Australian sports people, and he's been in the, the news recently as, uh, as coming down on uh, Travis Head with that fine, and we mentioned mm. it earlier in the podcast about the English, the great David Boone, the Tasmanian batsman with the wonderful moustache, you were his roommate on occasions. On one occasion only, Timmy, and it was um, one occasion. Yeah, one occasion. It, it, it was a preseason camp that we did. So when, when I was starting nineteen ninety five, Booney was on the way out. So we mm. sort of only roomed together once. The first thing you know about Booney, he doesn't, he can't understand a word he says until he has about three or four glasses of red wine. Um, but that big mo sort of gets in the way of his lips and, and his voice. Um, but I remember rooming with him, and he's, he always sort of walked around the room in the, in the dark. She never knew whether he was in the room or not until he'd draw back on his cigarette and you just see the whole room light <laughs> his whole room light up. He's lying in bed, sucking back on a dory, mate. And, uh, yeah, uh, there, was off, there was no smoke detectors in the rooms then. So, um, yeah, not a great roommate because I'm not a smoker myself, but uh, he's an absolute legend. <laughs> oh, Booney, yeah, the, the waft of smoke. That, they, they were very different days, weren't they, when you think about it? Um, yeah. what, what, what even happened then, um, a little less than 30 years ago? David Boone. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Use Maine Hair Care and you'll be looking sharp and smelling wonderful for Christmas. As will be our wonderful producer, the great Dan McHugh. We are back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.